0: What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back with another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now, let's get into it. J.C. said that y'all need to take the 500K. Okay. Jay-Z said, I remember I had said that, too. I... Hey, I had said some months ago on the Black News podcast to take the 500k. Jay-Z officially said that you need to take the 500k. Okay. If you pick the dinner with Jay-Z over the 500k, that's on you. In case you missed it, Gail King is in CBS Mornings News show is doing promo for a sit-down interview that, that she recently did with the greatest rapper of all time. Jay-Z okay you already know how you know that's my dog don't hey, ain't gonna be no no disrespected of Jay-Z but Gail King did an interview with Jay-Z I don't know when it's coming out but I do know the clip that they're using as promo is in response to the viral question that just came out of nowhere I don't know who started that question years ago but it has resurfaced and resurfaced and resurfaced over the years where people are asked Would you either A, go to dinner with Jay-Z or B, take $500,000 in cash? Which when you think about it's absolutely hilarious and ridiculous at the same time. Because those two options aren't even close to each other. I see it feels like dinner with Jay-Z or $500 or something. The the price of a meal, the price of an admission, but food or $500,000, come on. But this is Jay Z's response to to the question. i to hear what you think about this. If you had a choice between getting paid five hundred thousand dollars in cash or lunch with Jay Z, yeah, which would you choose? You gotta take you gotta take the money. What, you gonna, what I'm gonna say, yeah, you know, I mean everything. Now I'm gonna say no, everything- no, only because people say, of course you take you take lunch with Jay Z because the wisdom that you would get from him would would be so uh, beneficial to you. There would only be a matter... You but, would take the money? Yeah, because you. You, got the, you got all that in the music for, for $10.99. That's a, that's a bad deal. I, would, I wouldn't tell you to cut a bad deal. Like, I don't Take know. the 500000 go buy some albums, and listen to the albums. Like, it's all there. If, if, you, okay. you, if you piece it together and really listen to the music for the words for what it is, it's all there. Everything that I said was going to happen, happened. Everything that I said I wanted to do, I've done. And there's the blueprint, the blueprint, literally to me and my life. Jay-Z said, take the 500,000. He said, Jay-Z said, take the 500K. Going on to Apple Music. Go to, type in Jay-Z in search. Go to the albums. He said, purchase Reasonable Doubt. In my lifetime. Hard Knock Life Volume Two, The Blueprint, American Gangster, Watch the Throne. He said, "Go buy the Black Album and 444. Them probably the albums that Jay Z wants you to talk to to purchase. Also, maybe them Rockefeller collab, them compilations. Maybe he said that. Okay, he he ain't say by Best of Both Worlds. That ain't gonna get you. That ain't gonna get you what you need. Okay, that's gonna have you on the wrong side of the law." okay he said get 444 okay that's what that's what he said he said get the carters him and beyonce's joint album which was fantastic jay-z said buy all of those you see take the listen to the lyrics okay listen listen to what he's saying and that's gonna be the equivalent of what you would have gotten at a at, at at, at at SDK, like where, where the rich people be going now? Okay. He said, take the money instead of going to dinner with Jay-Z at Carbone. That's, Hey, that's what he said. I'm hoping that that now debts that conversation, even though I was having fun with it. I thought it was hilarious. And every time people started it, I would just be having me a good old time with people answering the question. Seriously, like one, they was going to ever had an option to choose between the two and two. Like taking the 500,000 wasn't the most realistic thing that you could have done in that situation. Anywho, can't wait till the Gail King interview. What do you all think at this point? With this newfound information from Jay-Z himself, do you think that you should now take the 500 thou or go to dinner with Jay-Z? Hit me up. Let me know your thoughts. You can find me at Canelia on social media. Speaking of hip hop, another conversation has resurfaced about the genre and where we are in in 2023. And that is the fact that hip hop, As of June of 2023, again, we are now in October. So as of June of 2023, hip hop was no longer number one on the music charts. That has shifted now that we are out of the summertime. But somehow somebody picked up the conversation and re-kickstarted it. So we're going to talk about it a little bit here on Black News Podcast because it's very, very interesting, especially to, to us who grew up. And saw when hip-hop wasn't as big as it was. We saw the struggles that it took to grow the genre. Remember when people was, them congresswomen and, and congressmen and them senators was throwing CDs in the, on the ground and bulldozing them, them rap CDs? Remember, you remember that? If you don't, go to YouTube and type in bulldozing rap CDs. You're going to see it to see what it grew into. And now to see it on the decline Very interesting. But the point is it came about because specifically as of June 2023, no hip hop album or song has charted number one in 2023 this whole year. Now, after that, shortly, maybe a a month later, Lil Uzi Vert, his album went number one. So that did change it. Drake's album also for all the dogs was number one as well. But this was the first time up until 2023, June of 2023. That was the first time in 30 years that hip hop has been knocked off the top spot for that long of a stretch since 1993. 30 years. Why? I I know I have I have some theories of why. And I know. People on social media had theories as of why it could. It's a lot of stuff, right? When a genre has been around for that long, and we know this because we see it happening, you got to keep reinventing. You have to keep reinventing. It can't be the same genre that it was in the eighties, nineties, two thousand, early two thousands, up to twenty twenty three. It just can't be the, the the genre. There's gonna be some ebbs and flows. I can remember a time where sometimes the, the musical choices and the trends wasn't that great, or at the time it didn't seem that great, but then as we look back, they actually were. I.e., Auto Tune. Remember Auto Tune? We thought it was the best thing since sliced bread, and then people talk, started 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 dissing Auto Tune. We like, oh yeah, this is, this is kind of whack. Now looking back, Auto Tune was jamming. Wasn't that bad? T Pain was he wasn't that bad. Actually, he was he was he was jamming. So it, it ebbs and flows. But one thing that seems to be missing is consensus. There is no more room for artist development. That's what it feels like and seems like. You could literally put a song on TikTok, create a song, put a song on TikTok, get a lot of followers. It pops. And then the next maybe couple of months later, you are at a large scale festival. You haven't had time for development. You haven't time to work, had time to work the circuit. You haven't time had time to build your stage presence. You haven't had time to do any of what artists of older had the opportunity to do. You are now thrown towards the wolves. Your live performances are seen by everybody. It's all on across social media. So if you do bad, everybody see it. If you do good, everybody see it. Also, labels, managers, agents aren't developing those artists. Again, going back, you could just literally throw somebody out there and they're famous and they're a rapper. Gatekeepers, pretty much. There were a lot of gatekeepers, whether it was bad or good. They were there. And then in in regards to that, that lack of development, because we remember this. Remember when artists would be young in their career and they would be doing the most podunk shows. They would be doing. I remember seeing Fabulous perform at Bugsy's Nightclub in Flint, Michigan. Back in the late 1990s. And this was DJ Clue Fabulous. If Fabulous were Fabulous, if Fabulous came out as he was today, like those early years, they would put him on a festival stage. But nope, Fabulous was not going to do no big arenas, no big venues. Guess where he was? Bugsy's Nightclub in 19, the late 1990s in Flint, Michigan. Rapping. On a stage with just a DJ and him. Some baggy jeans, a fitted... And a do rag underneath. Okay, a jersey that was seventeen t- sizes too big. I saw Destiny's Child open up for John B at the I at the, um, what was the what was the 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 stadium called in Flint, y'all? If y'all remember, it was a stadium where like the local sports teams would would uh, would play in Flint. Again, Destiny's Child. This was 1998. You know what wasn't gonna happen? Destiny's Child wasn't gonna be at Staples Center. They wasn't going to be at the Palace of, of Auburn Hills op- performing and headlining. Why? Because it was artist development and they needed to get them reps in. Same as John B. Years later, look at them now. Artist development. There was time to nurture and allow artists to grow without all of the eyes on them. Because whatever happened at that show happened at that show. Wasn't no social media. You could just grow and rehearse and rehearse and get them reps in. That could be one reason for it. It could just be about sales. If, if something popping on TikTok, guess what? Let's blow it up and make it a huge hit. There's also another conversation about how older artists are selling out shows while younger artists aren't. And one reason it could be, let's just keep it a buck. When you get older, your fan base older and your fan base got a little more money than they did when they 22. Okay, the money I got more money to spend on concert tickets now than I did when I was younger. I had to save up. It was a whole ordeal for me to be able to afford to go to a concert, especially in this economy. What? If I were young in this economy, I would never go to a concert. I couldn't afford it. So a part of older artists selling out could be as simple as their fan base has a little more money. Or it could be, the, the performances may be a little better because there was opportunity for artists development younger in their, in their, in their younger years. Who knows? All I know is that conversation has started and I'm wondering if it is going to continue to happen as more and more albums come out as the years go by, especially if hip hop starts to chart lower and lower and lower as we continue on. But wanna want to know your thoughts. What do you guys think? What do you think the reason is that after thirty years, hip hop is no longer as dominant of genre on the charts as it was? Let me know. you can find me on social media, at Cannelia, and let me know your thoughts. Now, it's two quick things that I want to throw out there to let y'all know that I have my eyes on it, but I'm not really going to spend no time talking about it because I have not done my research and I am ill-equipped to spend ample amounts of time on these two two topics. And also because I kind of don't want to spend a lot of time on these topics, especially this first one, Waka Flocka, is now supporting Donald Trump. Y'all know I ain't, hey, to mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm -hmm. He said during an interview that he is supporting Trump because he taught him how to avoid taxes. Now, let me just first say this. That man is on trial for tax evasion and crime. He is literally getting indicted across across the United States for criming. Okay, he been criming. I don't know if you want to take tax advice from him. You, might, Hey, you, that might put you in a bad spot, my brother. I don't think you want to do that. Second, and I don't know who said it this plainly, but I'm going to reiterate it and give credit to whoever called this out and, and made it plain, especially when it came to PPP loans and those stimulus checks that people keep associating with with Trump. Like, oh, he, he, he gave a the hood money. He basically just took the money out of your pocket and put it back into your hands. He took the money that you've been paying them, ta- that, them taxes, them coming out your check. He just put it right back into your hands. Y'all hear even the dog, the dog in the background agrees. Even the dog knows that. He did not give, he gave you your money back. He I take the bat. He let you borrow your money again. And if we gonna be real specific, Joe Biden also gave some some stimulus money. So um. Anywho, the next thing that I'm just gonna highlight real quick and not really spend no time on because I really haven't done a no research. Apparently DJ Envy is caught up in a real estate Ponzi scheme with that that light skinned man that he was partnering with. I think his name was Caesar. Child, it ain't looking good. And I hate to see my Hampton Uni- University brother doing bad. I don't, I don't want to, I, I hope he'd be able to make it to homecoming. I hate to see a brother do- down bad, but it seemed like it's getting ugly. So I got my eyes on it both of them more so the DJ envy situation, because I'm not going to spend no time on Waka Flocka being ridiculous with his voting choices. But let me know what y'all think about both of those, or if y'all have some other information to fill me in on, I'm happy to, to chit chat about it. Y'all know where to find me. I'm on, on social media. I quickly touched on homecoming in that last topic, but I do want to spend some time discussing it in full because as you all know, it is officially HBCU homecoming season. And with that, it is time for me to bring out my annual HBCU homecoming do's and don'ts. It is time. Homecoming season. We here, baby. Hey, hey baby, we are here. Now, I'm not going. Every year, y'all know the routine. I'll be talking about how I want to go to homecoming every year. Homecoming come about. I don't go. I'll be watching on Instagram and social media and I'll be pissed. I never have FOMO about stuff except homecoming. When the homecoming wrap up, I say, I'm going to go next year and then rinse repeat. I do the same stuff, but I'm going next year for real. Cause it is my class's 20th reunion and I've got to be in the building. Hey, I got, I'm Hey, but in regards to this year, these are some do's and don'ts to prep you and get you prepared for HBCU homecoming season. If you attended an HBCU, you probably already know this, or maybe you forgot. Maybe you hadn't been to homecoming in years since your first time back. So let me offer you some tips and tricks. If you attended a PWI and you going to homecoming for the first time, maybe you going with some of your homies. Maybe you didn't go to college at all, but you got invited or you just gonna walk down there, stumble upon, and look cute and be up in the building. This will help guide your path. Okay? So first, first tip, overpack. over overpack. I am no longer gonna be shackled to uh the I'm only packing the carry-on guidelines. I'm not doing that, okay. I will no longer be bogged down by that mentality. I am too old to be trying to fit everybody in no teeny tiny ass carry on suitcase. I can't do it. I pack everything, check the bag, put an air tag in it. Now you're going to check that bag, put an air tag in it, especially if you went to homecoming in one of these little podunk towns, because you're going to have to take, you have to have a connecting flight you going to be driving into some, flying into some, some random airport. So you never know what the suitcase is, but overpack. you ain't going to wear all them outfits. You ain't going to wear them all, but guess what? It might be cold. It might rain. You might thought you was going to be doing something. You ain't. Maybe somebody got the jacket, the varsity jacket that you bought. You know, I can't wear that now. Somebody else got the jacket. I already saw them. Let me switch it up and put this other thing on Overpack. It will be okay. Next point. You do not have to feel the pressure of dressing up no more. Mm -mm. Now, if you're a black news listener and you graduated maybe less than five to seven years ago, I'm going to give you some leeway. You can still dress up. You can wear the liquid leggings. You want to wear the heels? Have at it. If you graduated maybe seven years or longer We don't, we don't need to do, we don't have to do it anymore. You can put, you can still look cute. Now don't show, Hey, don't show up looking crazy. You gotta be fresh, but the dresses and the heels at the game. No, thank you. We don't have to do it. My feet cannot withstand that type of, that that type of pressure. You cannot be on the yard from 12 noon to 9 p.m. With them heels on. You can't do it. I don't care if you put the isotoner in there. It ain't going to work baby. You, hey. You can get some Jordan 1's to match that outfit. It ain't going to be. And even them ain't going to be. The, they ain't going to be comfortable all day. You, hey. You don't have to do it. Okay. I see you. You don't have to do this. Next point. Do not be mad if somebody don't remember your name. Do not. Hey. Do not be mad if someone does not remember your name. We have met thousands of people since going to undergrad with you. I am sorry, I do not remember your name. I know your face though, and I know you good people. I don't know where what social media site that I be seeing you the most on. Is it Facebook, Instagram? Is it Twitter, TikTok? I don't know. I know, I know you good people though. It's all love, but I'm sorry. We have met thousands of people since going to school with you in 1998. I do not, I'm sorry, baby. I do not remember your name, boo. I love you, though. Give me a hug. Hampton, hug. Spellman, hug. Morehouse, hug. Okay. Xavier, hug. It's all love, but I'm sorry. I just, I just don't remember. Next. And this a quick, this quick one ain't even no explanation. Your old boo do not want to take a trip down memory lane with you. Okay, go find your wife. Hey, go, go find your husband. Your old boo does. They do not want to go down memory. Don't nobody want to hear about the time that y'all kicked it back in 03. Where, where, where are your kids? How they doing? Good. Go on about your business. Go get your chicken. Go, go over there and get your chicken. The fried fish is ready. Go eat. Next. You, y'all, you got to pace yourself. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, you got to pace yourself. You cannot do everything. And that is, that's okay. That is okay. You cannot do everything. And after a while, you know, you don't, you're not going to be able to do everything. And you're totally fine with that. You actually prepare to not be able to do anything. I have friends that go to homecoming and they don't even pack a heel or a shoe boot. That's how much you that's how secure you get as you get older at homecoming. I'm not even packing no heels. I'm not going to that I'm not I'm not going to no no dress up party after I've been on the yard all day. I'm going back to the room, then we're going to go to, to a nice dinner. Okay. You don't have to you don't have to do everything. You go to you go to homecoming. If you if you really bother you go on Thursday. So you're gonna go to Thursday night parties. You gonna be at, on the yard all Friday. You gonna be at the bazaar. Hampton, this we got a new home coming to Hampton, so now we got we got uh the the, the thing at Strawberry Banks. We gonna be there all day at night. Then we're gonna go to party at night. Wake up Saturday, go to breakfast. Get to the tailgate at noon. You gonna be at the tailgate drinking liquor all day, talking loud, yelling, giving hugs. People gonna be breathing in your face. All day, football game. You got the kids with you. They gonna want to see the band. You then you gotta go in the stadium. Then you gonna go to the party after that. You you ain't got you ain't got to do. Hey, if you don't make it, it's okay. You hey you don't hey you ain't got to do that. Now if you are a young black news listener again, do all of that. You'll be fine. Hey, trust me, it is worth it. If you got the stamina, go to all of those events, pack the sexy dress, go out, do show, show their ass what time it is. The aunties now going to be back at the hotel or at a nice dinner. Just FYI. This is really one key point, And I don't want to be mean with this, but it, I, we need to say this. And I said this every, we say this every year. If your spouse ain't fun. You got to leave them at home, baby. If your spouse or your girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, significant other, boo side piece, homegirl, homeboy, if they are not fun, leave them at home. Ain't nothing worse than being at homecoming. Everybody's so happy. Oh, my God. It's been so long. I ain't seen you. So you've been good. Wait, you you live in Atlanta now? Oh, my God. That's what's up. Oh, 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 that's your wife. Oh, how you doing? It's nice to meet you. And then the wife or the husband. Hi. What's your, hi. If, if they can't have a good time, be joyful or even cordial or know how to mix and mingle. Jealous. If they jealous, just mean, don't want to be there. Leave they ass at the crib. And sometimes I know it's very difficult to do that. Some people don't want to be left out. Some people want to watch you. They want to go because they want to see what's up. But have the difficult conversations. Okay. Hey spouse, if you're going to have that stank ass attitude, you're not going to be able to come to homecoming with me. And if you got the attitude, you got to go back to the hotel room. It's simple as that. It's easier said than done. These are just some tips that you can follow. Okay. Last This is another important point, especially as you get older. We are too old for them mixed fraternity drinks. Mm Mm-mm, honey, we are too, mm-mm, mm That noob juice, that omega oil, that sigma punch, whatever they calling it these days. We cannot drink all of that. We don't know what is in those jugs. I do not know what is in them jugs. Don't even hold that cup out. Don't go under that tent. When you go under that Q tent, and you smell that chicken being fried, and you smell them that fish, and you hit them with the "Ooh, that smell good." Y'all got some 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 fish. The fish fresh out the oil. Mm hmm. You hand that plate out, and then that bruh say, "Hey, y'all want some oil?" No. I do not want any oil. No, Kappa. I will not have any noob juice. Thank you. That liquor be having the cheapest, most random alcohols dumped into those coolers with the most generic brand juices you have ever seen in your life. Maybe with some cut up lemons up in them. We do not have the stomachs for that anymore. You drink that noob juice, your ass going to be sitting on the ground under somebody's tent. With candy by cameo blasting in your ear for the next four hours. We can't do it. We are, we do not have the stomachs. These are not the 1999 stomachs. You cannot drink that stuff. Okay. Go to the, go to the bougie tent where they got the liquor out the bottles, the top shelf, get you some of that. Cause we can't, we can't do that no more. Now those are just, just a few. Okay. Those are just a few. There are plenty more tips to share, but Want to make sure we at least touch on those. I know you guys have some other things in mind that I may have missed. If so, let me know. What are some homecoming do's and don'ts that people should follow as they embark on the 2023 HBCU homecoming season? Hit me up and let me know your thoughts. And as always, y'all know what it is Hampton Pirates in the building, okay? Hampton alumni represent. I hope everybody has a fantastic time at homecoming this season while I'm sitting at home in a damn funk. Hit me up, let me know your thoughts at Canelia. On this week's episode of Black News, we talked about Jay-Z or the $500,000. Jay-Z or the 500k. There was a sit-down between Jay-Z and Gayle King where they finally addressed the viral question that's been going around for years. We also talked about how hip hop is seemingly on the decline and no longer in the number one spot when it comes to the music charts. And we also discussed HBCU homecoming season and the homecoming do's and don'ts for 2023. Hit me up and let me know your thoughts about all of these topics. Some or none. And I'll check back with you guys next time. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thanks again for supporting the podcast by sharing, liking, subscribing, and rating five stars on your favorite podcast app. To find more information about me, you can check me out at, at @canelia on social media, as well as on my website, which is canelia.com. And as always, thanks for supporting. And I'll be back next week with new topics and a new episode.